The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning. This episode contains foul language, discussions about prostitution, and very minor sci-fi movie spoilers. It weird the podcast for all things strange unusual paranormal supernatural creepy sticky gross scary and everything in between my name is ashley and this week i am joined as usual by my beautiful co-host lauren and her cousin rachel who you met last week no joke she has the sweetest voice i've ever heard and the most infectious laugh i can't handle it she's the best Last week, we talked about the difference between androids and cyborgs. We learned all about digitizing consciousness, and we learned a lot about artificial intelligence in science fiction novels and films that have inspired real-life technologies. Well, this week, Lauren is going to teach us about all the AI that we currently have in the world and where our technology is heading. From self-driving cars to cross-country super trains and from Sophia the Robot to a fully functioning robot hotel. It is bananas. And we also end the show with a little bit more of a discussion on the human side of artificial intelligence and what pitfalls we would encounter with digitizing and uploading our consciousness. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, Before we get started, I I wanted to thank everyone for all of the wonderful feedback I got on my message on anxiety and depression. We received so many messages from you telling us about your story and your personal struggle and telling us that we made you feel less alone, but little did you know, you did the same thing for us by sending us your emails. So thank you so much. We love you and we feel so blessed. Hashtag blessed. We feel it. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon next week to check out our first mini-sode with Handsome Joe that will be available for $10 and up patrons. And keep an eye on YouTube this weekend because we'll be releasing a brand new This Week in Weird to catch you up with all the crazy supernatural and paranormal news in the world. Okay, enough of this. Let's get you some robots. Enjoy the show. So I'm just talking a little bit about things that we have now that exist, which I know we've done a little of. Some crazy artificial intelligence type bots that we have now and where we're going in the near future. So... So many technology giants are working on the next big thing. Like Mark Zuckerberg made a $2 billion Oculus Rift virtual reality headset in 2014 and now has a 50-person AI lab trying to develop like what's going to be next. Mm-hmm. So he's working on it. Google um, acquired the DeepMind team, which is this artificial intelligence team that developed this thing called AlphaGo, which I watched a documentary on and got really bored really fast because (laughs) it's this really famous Chinese board game called Go. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but you like there's white and black pebbles and you have to like collect a certain number. It's this whole intricate little thing. And the reason that there was an AI developed around this game called AlphaGo is because it was believed that not even the most intelligent robot or any type of artificial intelligence could successfully beat a human at this game because there's so many intricate moves and there's so much strategy to it. Yeah. But they 
practiced and tested this thing called AlphaGo, and it has beaten two of the best Go playing champions in the world. The biggest historic victory was in 2016 against player Lee Sedol. And this win was crazy because I guess the winning move that the computer did was something that was not programmed by anyone. Oh it my God. just did the move on its own. And that's when they realized it, like, it had intelligence beyond wow. what they did. So that was a huge deal. Wow. So that was made by DeepMind. And then Google acquired them. And then shortly after that, Google came out with the duplex, which is that assistant that we were talking about. They're still working on it, working out the kinks, but the duplex is this new AI that they're working on, which will schedule your appointments and get restaurant reservations and whatnot. So get you some takeout. Yeah, which is just insane. So everyone's trying to get a piece of it. IBM is, uh, they had the success of Watson, which was an AI that can answer Jeopardy questions. It's like a supercomputer, which is insane. Um, Elon Musk is working on his self-driving Teslas, which they are partially self-driving to this day. Like uh-huh. I have friends who drive Teslas and they say like, yeah, I put my car on autopilot and I was texting my friend. What? They said that nonchalantly in conversation. I was like, what you can who? you get a um, can you get a ticket? I don't think so, because really? if, if it's an Tesla? autopilot, you do have to be paying enough attention that you can stop something if it goes crazy. But the reason for autopilot is so you can like get things done on your way to work. That's insane. And so the Teslas can do it for a little bit. But I guess the biggest kink right now is they're not good at merging when there's like crazy traffic. But that's Elon Musk, twi- which is that's a, it's that's hard for crazy. me and I'm a person. I can't merge. But Elon Musk tweeted at someone the other day that the newest software was going to fix that. And I don't know. It's crazy. So well, even my parents have my parents have like a, a some SUV. I, don't, I wouldn't even that self parks. I don't know if it self parks. Oh. I think it does actually. No, but like basically. So when you're driving on the interstate, if you like my dad would show me, he would let go of like the wheel. And if you started to cross over the line, mm-hmm. one, it would veer back for you. Oh. Two, whichever side it was on, if you got too close to another thing, like another car or anything, that side of you would vibrate. Ooh, that's Whoa. smart. So, but not only that, it would drive itself. Like it literally, if you started to cross over without properly turn signal sure. and I'm merging, like if your car just started to like mistake. veer, it would just, it veer would go back. right back. Ah, It was pretty incredible. So also, you don't have to use your brights ever again as soon as it the another car is coming it dims your lights for you oh my so gosh you never have to like you wouldn't have to worry turn about turning on. it on and off no. well, isn't that crazy that's what's nuts is we're already <sighs> there like these are things that i'm saying we're already on top of like yeah. honda nissan and ford along with tesla are already testing their semi-autonomous cars wow uber as we've heard has jumped on board with their almost self-driving cars but there have been quite a few accidents so they still have a lot of kinks to work out but some of the accidents have been completely user error like as I was saying earlier you do have to be in somewhat of control you can't Mm. completely look away some of the accidents that have happened yeah some of the accidents that have happened the driver or the assistant to the car has been like completely distracted and then they've hit something so there are kings to be worked out, but it's crazy that we're that close. Like, what? Cars can drive themselves? Yeah. Where are we? Also, Elon Musk's Tesla Motors assembly plant is powered by pretty much all intelligent machines. There's not really people in there doing the assembly, which I know is pretty common at a lot of factories, but he pretty much relies on all machines. And he's totally reinventing the auto industry as a whole. And he's launching rockets into space and <laughs> lots of crazy things are happening. Also very cool that's happening in the near future. And this, I don't know if it really pertains to AI, but I'm super excited. The Hyperloop. Have you guys heard of this? Which is going to be a super fast train. It's going to be a pod that can go to from the East Coast to the West Coast in like an hour. No. And it will go that. It'll go like super super fast so that people can live on the east coast but work on the west coast oh my god i don't know the exact time but much faster than a plane would ever get you there so that people can live on the east coast and work on the west coast or vice versa and it would carry 20 to 30 people at a time in a pod he's currently he has built already a one mile tunnel in hawthorne california to start testing and he's going to continue to tunnel probably around to where we live like over to the west side it would take you like a second 
in that tunnel. Mean? Oh, I know. Like, but they they have so much testing to do to make it go as fast as they want. But it would carry a certain amount of people at a time. It would stop at certain places, like public transportation does. So, say if you were going cross country, they might be like, "We're stopping in Texas." And then we have to stop here, but then we're going to continue yeah. on and everyone would get to the same destination. So that's oh, the goal of it. Lord. And he's working on that right now. And it's going to be testing. I think he's done some testing in Nevada already. Um, it's insane. But something weird that I found out, Alex just told me this today. Elon is selling flamethrowers in order to raise money for this project. Huh? What? To civilians? Yes. And at, like Alex's point was what I love Elon Musk because Alex thinks he's so cool. He's like the, the smart genius, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, this makes me mad at him. Why is he selling flamethrowers to people who have no business having a flamethrower? We're all just going to murder no each other. No one really has so any dangerous. business owning a flamethrower. Like, this yeah, isn't no one Vietnam. at all. No. And this they're like $500. Like- which what would you need a flamethrower what why i thought he was kidding when he told me that but it's real so that's how he's helping to fund this project so then i'm like doesn't elon musk have like billions of dollars why is he selling 500 i don't fully understand it i don't get it i don't know guys it was just i bet grimes made a little gossip i got (laughs) (laughs) i can't grimes Um, made him do it (laughs) grimes made him do it so yeah that's what the boring company is doing <laughs> That's what the boring company is up to. Maybe the flamethrowers will not be a thing. Um, Richard Branson is still working on getting millionaires to other planets, even after that fatal accident that happened with one already. But he's still working on that. Wait, what was that? Wait, what? They someone paid maybe billions of dollars to go on a vacation to another planet, and Richard Branson thought he had developed the technology to what? do that. No, and the pilot died. Like right after liftoff, and the person who was being transported didn't die, but was severely injured. Who was the person? What? Was it no, Oprah? No, it was some really rich person. No, was it, it was a celebrity. No. We haven't seen her. Hello, this was a long time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ago. Um, it's just no, that we haven't it was. seen it was a her in like a month. It was a really rich person. I don't know. Whatever happened? Do you remember? Do you remember that thing like ten years ago where they were talking about how like rich people. Like, I think Oprah was one of them and, like, Lance Bass or something. Oh, God. How they were going to do just, like, a little trip into space. Like, they oh, weren't yeah, going to go to a Bass planet. Lance was going to do that. Did that They weren't going to go to a planet. That's what I'm asking. They weren't going to go to a planet. They were just going to kind of, like, take Lift off, off and, come back. and, like, kind of, like, float around in space for a minute and then come right back. We need to check mm-hmm. into that. That may That have was, happened. like, a big thing. Like, people were, like, buying tickets. Right. Well, that's kind of how this was. Anyways. Richard Branson was offering, again, this is like millions and millions of dollars yeah, to do this it. this is like a billion. And then someone and so, died. And someone did it. it actually, what's oh. so sad is it wasn't the person that bought the ticket that died. They were very injured, but it was the pilot, which I is know. terrible. So, but he's still, he hasn't given up on that dream and he's still trying that. So we are I feel like we're still at the level where like, technology. if you want to go to space, guess what? You have to be an astronaut. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think you can just Period. have a lot of you money. You have a little bit of training. Things are <laughs> going to go crazy. So we are in an insane place with technology, but AI is still so much in its infancy as we've been talking about this whole episode. Yeah. There's so much to learn. There's so much to experiment with, but with the rate of technological impact in recent times, I think at this rate, humans are closer to getting machines to do our current jobs than ever before. Yeah. Robots are already eating jobs, but most businesses don't care because they're making a profit and production is high. A lot of the times they're close to free. Totally. And yeah, the production is wonderful. Things will get done faster and more efficiently. Robots are now becoming capable in medical diagnosis, manufacturing, assembly, packing, packaging, surgery, weaponry, which is scary, research and much more and so it's going to be like sort of bottom of the totem pole jobs that go first but then even higher ups eventually could be taken away so where we're about to go with what's happening from what i could find like kind of in the near future obviously crazy things could happen in 100 years as Mm -hmm. we heard so we already have siri google home and alexa to help us with things when we ask and they can control your home's lighting your security that's all very cool but ai in the next five years apparently is going to be crazy on our smartphones to where you'll be able to download advanced artificial intelligence or very close to intelligence apps just like any other app we would download now and 
These apps will be able to connect to basically every device and computer you own. It'll connect to your walls, to like little devices you put in your dresser, your like luggage, everything, house. basically. And you'll be able to control everything in your life like by Disney an app Channel on your phone. Movie. The Disney Channel movie with Ryan Merriman is coming <laughs> to life. Ryan Merriman. Of course you know his name. I know, oh my I'm sorry. Goodness. He was also in Luck of the Irish. Yeah, he sure Very was. true. What's Saints that line? preserve us. <laughs> Okay, I'm she loves that. I struggle with life. (laughs) So (laughs) these apps will basically be able to run your entire life. They will not only be able to read your emails for you, but they could write responses and go through them, sort them and find only the things that matter to you. They'll be able to monitor which ones were read and report back to you, log on to pretty much every app or device you use using your passwords, check updates, and respond to them. Basically do your job and your life for you. (laughs) They'll change passwords if they become compromised without your knowledge. And if you think you're ever worried about Big Brother watching you, all these apps will also handle encryptions and keep your data completely private, or so they say. Yeah, right. They're really recording I know. legitimately everything. Or this is just how they take advantage Actually, of us completely. Actually, speaking of, did you see uh, Blade Runner 2049? I didn't. I didn't see the latest. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to tell us? Well, about? I don't want to spoil it for you in case you're going to watch it. So I, I'll keep I it to myself. It. I'll keep it to Aww, myself. I'm sorry. I had something good, but I'll keep it to myself. I do want to see it. It's been on the list. It just hasn't happened. Okay. I'm sorry. Reading the we'll news. Do, we'll, we'll, we'll reconvene at a later date. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a little later in a few weeks. So reading the news and summarizing the news stories for you will happen for you with like the flip of a switch in the morning. You won't have to flip through all your news apps or have anything installed. It could just be read to you with all the high points, depending on your interest. Your All of your investing will be done by intelligent apps. Uh, you won't have to study the stock market and trends. You will be able to assign research tasks to this AI and it'll take care of where to invest your money. It'll know exactly when to pull out of a deal and when to cash in. Um, it'll find the best options for you based on your age, your interests, all of it. Um, it will eventually be able to file your tax returns, which is very sad because there's so many tax accountants out there that'll be like, but, but I, but they'll probably do it more efficiently, unfortunately. Do you think hipsters will be the first on the technology train or they'll be the ones that are still hiring Tax accounts. I think hiring. they'll still hire tax you think, accounts. Yes. You think yeah. they're gonna? Don't okay. you agree? Yeah, totally. They want to do the old school. I think For that's sure. their way. Of but like every hipster has an it. iPhone. I know that's yeah. what's funny. No one's like they should I be carrying have a rotary. rotary. <laughs> I heard it and I saw it. That just happened. The this phenomenon. This happens a lot. The phenomenon. With us. <laughs> it's just like when you're talking about. You rotary. know what we should do? And every I never time... say the word rotary. Me neither. Ever. Who's ever said rotary? I never I talk say about rotary spinny, phones. spinny phone phone. Oh, <laughs> that's what I call on. rotary never phones. Heard that before. <laughs> we should come up with like a signal when we do shit like that, where it's like we both go me 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 me, like after we do something weird. That's the X Files oh, song. My I'm so gosh, sorry. that went to a special place. I liked it. <laughs> Go on. Uh, rotaries, guys. Spinny, spinny phone phone. Spinny, spinny phone phone. Um, so I think what we have to hold on to, because I don't know about you guys, but this terrifies me. So as scary. useful as I think this will all be, it just makes me worry that humans are just going to become these lumps of nothing. Totally. Like, what like is Wally? that movie with uh, Luke Wilson? It's older. Idiocracy? Oh, Idiocracy. Yeah. yeah. Where how everyone is so dumb and movies are just like about butts and they're all just drooling. <laughs> yes, that movie's a comedy about this dumb world that everyone lives in. But if you look at what the root of that dumb world is, it's technology has it's become so, so advanced, advanced that, that no one has to, to think. think. Yeah. yeah. It happened again, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> so I think of that movie and I'm like, are we going to be those drooling but lumps look at on a Wally. couch? Yeah. They're just Wally. like really fat lumps in a chair. They don't even speak to each other. Like yep. they'll be speaking to their friend who's sitting right next to them, but they'll be doing it through a screen. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Terrifying. I know that that's what worries me about it. It's hard. I mean, you even look at like, here's the thing. People today are more knowledgeable. Not all people. 
A lot of people today are more knowledgeable than they could ever have been in their lives. Like yeah. some of the technology that I or the, the, the knowledge that I have daily access to mm-hmm. is more than my parents could have even possibly known sure. in their lifetime. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the, the stuff I'm able to absorb and learn and regurgitate. Which is very cool. Is incredible. Yeah. And at we the have same such intelligent time, people. At the same time, if it takes me five minutes to do fucking anything, I'm enraged. <laughs> right. I am I lose it. Yeah. What are we gonna do with all this extra time on our hands if these things I don't know get done for us all the time? That's the only thing that worries me. And well, I try to tell myself that as smart as this technology will be in our near future, like nothing can replace human connection and nothing can replace emotions because as we were saying before, I think AI will be able to simulate feelings. And some of these robots I'm about to talk to can creepily simulate feelings, but they're not but do they have feeling, feelings, which I or really don't think they will. looking at people and going, and this reading. is sadness. Yes. Boo hoo hoo. Which that's what I think. That's why I think humans will, at the end of the day, always come out on top. But that's just me trying to be an optimist so I don't cry <laughs> myself to sleep later. <sighs> I had something to say. What I know. Was I'm it? sorry. You were going to say something. John Mulaney's new special. He has that joke about like back in the day how like everything was an event because we had so much time on our hands. Mm -hmm. Like for breakfast, you wore like 18 layers of clothes. It was an event to have breakfast. It was an event to like go to the market. Uh Like the games that people played were very slow games. Like you had to take up all this time during the day because you had so much time. Right. So I'm thinking like there has to be something that we end up doing and it makes me think of, yeah, that we have all this time. It makes me actually think, and this is kind of like super dark and awful. Did you guys see Gamer? No. No. Okay. So in Gamer, essentially. the one with Naomi Watts, ex-husband, and we're thinking of something totally different. What's his name? Liev Schreiber. No, it's not. It's the one guy. um, It's Gerard Butler. Yes. I always get them confused. I'm sorry. That's understandable, actually. I mean, Gerard Butler is like, no, it isn't. They Maybe. are they kind twins of look alike. They kind of look alike. No, but, but like, it, they're very style, different. They're no, completely they're different. in completely different Also, movies. Leif Schreiber's in Scream. Get off me. Okay. <laughs> so <Cotton>. in Gamer, <laughs> this actually applies to what we're talking about, about technology and artificial intelligence and digitized consciousness. In Gamer, it's in the future, and you are able, as a person, to play a video game, but in the game, you are controlling an actual human being in the world it started with a game called i don't know what it was called but it was basically second life do you know what second life is so you are controlling an actual human being and they have to be in the parameters of second life and there's clubs and there's coffee shops and most of the people in this game basically you go in you lose complete control of yourself you don't get to choose anything. Mm. Whoever you, you're paid as an actor, but whoever's playing the game is controlling your body. They have complete control, they have complete control over everything Ooh. you do. A lot of it is used just like Second Life for sex and violence, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, Westworld, totally. exactly. Um, and then eventually, yeah, in the gamer <laughs> universe. Um, the next game that comes out is, uh, I can't remember what that one's called either, but essentially it's like a, uh, it's like a shoot 'em up game. It's like a first person shooter. Okay. Um, so they take death row inmates oh. who are sentenced to death. Yeah. If they can oh, survive. I have seen Gamer. Yes. Okay. I'm, so I saw it a long time if ago. If they can I survive, I think like 30 games, they get off death row and they get to go home. Yes, Damn. So you get to literally control people and they just get blown to bits, right? So I think in my head, the way that we would like, that was an extreme example, but in my head, the way that we would spend all that time being that technologically advanced would be living digitally. Like our consciousness wouldn't necessarily be digital, but I think that we would... 
instead of like going all the way into downtown LA for a meeting, yeah. you would just meet in this digital this virtual world. world. That's just like Ready Player meet. One. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, did was anyone see Ready Player too. One? Yeah, yeah, or read the book because the book is better. But yeah, Ready Player One is that exact same mm-hmm. thing where it's these, like the actual world is so gross and post-apocalyptic looking. And so everyone just gets their virtual reality goggles on and meets in the virtual world because it's so much more exciting. Yeah. They can be whoever they want to be. You can be. be whoever you want. I remember in college, I had a teacher. It was uh, my teacher for my post-apocalyptic literature yeah. class that I talk about all the time because I love it so much. His name was Pinkney Benedict. And his what office, <laughs> what a name. His office hours were like normal college professor office hours, right? But you didn't go to his office. You got on Second Life. And you went oh, to his office no in way. Second Life. It was already happening. <laughs> and in Second Life, in his office, you had to like go to his office in Second Life. He was like in one of those like, what are those hats with like the big horns on them? Do you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Like Viking hat. Yeah. He was like sitting there in a Viking hat. And like you'd be in a meeting with him and like some dude would walk in. That was like half horse and half human and would just be like looking around and the teacher would be like, Pinky would be like, that's fucking weird. Anyways. And like, (laughs) anyways, let me tell you about your project. Yeah. His office hours were on Second Life. That is. And I think that's kind of the future. I mean, think of like just like conference calls and FaceTime meetings. And you think of like actors in Hollywood auditioning via like Skype. That happens more and more now. A lot of my actor friends will say like, oh, I had to su- I had to do a Skype call or do this video conference call with like three people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? You talk to so many actors who are like, oh, I had to spend X amount of money on my own camera to tape auditions or to be able to. And it's like. Well, and now social media goes into like part of your actor oh, yeah. thing How now. So that's another crazy have? thing. Yeah. Do you have a following? Can we market you? It's insane. Jesus. Go on. Um, yeah, so there's my there's soul so is much. slowly dying. There's so much to unpack with AI. So I wanted to talk about some kind of creepy things that exist now in the world. Now that we've talked a little bit about where we Yay. are, what technology do we have? First of all, there are sex robots, which I believe are androids after what you described. Yeah. So I was watching these YouTube videos. There was a little series about this sex robot named Harmony oh. made by Realbotics is the name of the company. B-O-T-I-X, Realbotics. Um, the, they make sex dolls so real that people use them in the place of a relationship, which is so unfortunate. Ew. They are sex dolls to the next level because they can talk to you, learn your name, learn things about you, learn what you like, and you have to use an app to control them sort of like a Siri. When you first turn her on, you'll say, what is your name? This is my name. Here's what I like. And she'll even say, what do you like to do in bed? And she'll take what you're saying and remember it. And she records every memory so that she can cater to you in the best way. And she won't just do sexual things. She'll read you news stories. She'll find things around the web for you. And she'll have sex with you. So she becomes like a partner. But as Ashley said, you would never think she was human. They try to make them as realistic as possible. But I was watching this video. She looked so fake still. She looked crazy. Like it was insane how real her features looked. But also very clearly a robot. Are you going to talk about brothels? No. If, but you can chime in if you'd like. <laughs> she learns as she goes. She becomes smarter as she learns from you. She is a robotic intelligent machine. Basically, if you took her wig, her hair part off, it's just this crazy computer machine all in a little globe that's working. And that's the intelligence. And then she has long blonde hair. She's attached to this weird, fleshy, crazy, big boobed thing that you can also have sex with, Ew. which is nuts. Um, You can customize her accent, personality, and sexual traits, whether you want her to be dominant or more coy. She will also stand there and look around the room, blink, slightly move her mouth, cock her head to the side as if she's a real human standing there and waiting to answer you, which looks horrifying. Um, She stores all the memories. Anything you tell her, she will recall what they're working on now. Sorry to everyone. This is gross, but I had to include it because it's crazy. Eventually on the app, you will able to be able to make her self-lubricate and heat up her body so that the sex will feel even more real. Yeah, That's what they're currently working on. The engineers creating these robots did say they don't want these robots to become too human because there's something they enjoy about the fantasy of a robot. They like that 
she's a sex robot. They think that's kind of the weird sci-fi sexual fantasy, and that's what they're out to make. They're not trying to replace real humans, but unfortunately the men who are buying these are replacing human connection. Well, the, the problem is is that a lot of the men that are buying these that have the money to buy these yeah, cause they are thousands would like to have a woman who will not talk back to them. Right. Who will not do what she wants, who will do what they want yeah. whenever yeah. they want it to be done. Mm-hmm. It's true. And that's the appeal of a lot of these sex robots. But what I was bringing up, like kind of cocked on my, there's yeah. actually sex robot brothels. brothels? where you go and you literally it's like a brothel it's like a you know it's like a whorehouse if you will again it's like westworld but it's um it's uh, sex dolls and sex robots you guys isn't that insane slightly better than the real brothel i mean i guess just like like in terms of like i would agree but whoa that's weird that's very strange i don't know would it be better hygiene wise i mean i guess you could wash them out i bet people wash the robots and I, I don't know women in brothels where do those brothels exist do what do they like where do they exist what oh countries? they exist everywhere they yeah? exist even in the united states but oh, this okay. is particularly happening in like um the ukraine uh amsterdam um there's one in like uh thailand mm-hmm. i know of um and uh oh god where was the other one japan japan has one but like it's not a brothel. It's more of like, oh, you get to hang out with the se- You get to have sex with you. But like they can't just advertise hang out it. For a yeah, night. they yeah, can't be can't like, it's that. a brothel. Yeah. They're just like, no, you get to communicate with AI. Anyways, go on. So real gross. It's real gross. The sex robots are crazy. This next one I'm going to talk about is creepy, but it's supposed to be for more practical use. But if you watch videos of these things, it just makes my skin crawl. So... Along with sex robots, using the same kind of technology, they're working on social robots, they call them. Um, Dr. David Hansen has a company called Hansen Robotics, and he has been working on it forever. They're based out of Hong Kong. They create humanoid robots, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. They're not meant to replace humans, but to work right alongside them and be able to react to humans correctly in social settings so that, so that they can be fully useful, understand social cues, understand emotions. So there's this really famous robot, and I say famous because she's been on a couple late night talk shows and people have like brought her on lots of different things because she's fascinating. She's called Sophia the Robot. I know Sophia. You know I've Sophia. Seen a video of her. Boy, yeah. I'm sure you have. Yeah. She's actually been declared a citizen of Saudi Arabia. Yes. She actually is a citizen. She's the first robot ever to be recognized with citizenship. Um, she's been on many popular YouTube videos, late night talk shows. She is not for sex, but just for social purposes. She can read your emotions, all your facial cues, your body cues, and conversational notes and comment on them. She picks up on sarcasm and jokes, and she can tell jokes and have a sense of humor. She can form relationships with people based on what she picks up in conversation with them. She'll adapt to their specific personality and go with them so she doesn't rub anyone the wrong way. Um, one of the crazy videos, she came on Jimmy Fallon and she played rock, paper, scissors with Jimmy and she could see that he chose rock when she chose paper and she shouted almost immediately, I win. So it showed that she could see his fist. She put out paper. She was going like at the same time with him. She said, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. She was like, I win. I guess I should take over your talk show. Like she immediately had a reaction and said something clever. It just blew my mind. It almost seemed like she was excited that she won. Too. Yes. I'm like, oh, I won. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> well, wasn't she the one that was having the conversation in that video where she was asking, where she was questioning, she was kind of questioning her own existence? Yes, She was that is questioning, her. like, she was like, um, she was questioning why people feel joy Mm-hmm. And he and the guy was asking her like, "Well, do you feel joy?" And she's yeah. like, "Well, I can't say that I feel right, but there is a response that I get when certain things happen that I would describe as joy." Yeah, and it's like, "What? Whoa, the French right?" Toast Which it's like is happening. Are you feeling it or are you just simulating it? Yeah, and that's are where you that feeling it? But it's comes. the same as um, you know. Like, for example, like, p- 
pain in the human body. You know yeah. how people can like literally um, like put a needle through their hand and be okay. Mm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the the magician Chris Angel David Blaine David Blaine. <laughs> I was trying How to have a David weird Blaine dark... can put a needle through the fat, like through the oh, muscle yeah. of his and it arm. Doesn't even phase him because the thing is, is like, like I said, your body is just like pain. Pain is all in your brain. It's yeah. not actually in your body. It's in your brain. Your yeah. brain signifies pain. Everything is, which is why some people, when they have certain brain injuries can no longer feel pain in their body mm-hmm. because their brain was injured. Yep. Not because their body was injured. Their brain well, was it's connected injured. to every nerve in our so body. So if you think of that in terms of consciousness in a machine, really all it is is like is a simulation of like what you should be feeling. Like right. you should be feeling your hand is hot when you touch a stove. Right. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't really pain is all in your head. Mm-hmm. So a robot, technically, an advanced enough robot could absolutely feel joy. Which is crazy. But like it wouldn't be in the same way that we do because we feel joy here. Right. Mm -hmm. They would they would sense joy in their intelligence. In their intelligence, they wouldn't feel it like the whole body. It'd be like a flicker of light or something in there. They'd be like, well, I think that's joy. Yes. But yeah, boy, she, oh boy. she's able to question like my everything. Eyes are pop out of my head. <laughs> I think that same interview where she was kind of questioning emotions was the same time that a doctor woke her up and said, Hi, Sophia. And she said, Am I still Sophia or am I different now? Because I have new things than before. Like she'd been updated yeah. and she knew it. And the guy, the scientist who had programmed her, was like, Well, I mean, yes, you're still Sophia, but I guess we could call you Sophia too. Because we have updated a lot and we've changed things. And she said, but but am I still me? And she like oh questioned her entire existence. She was so much smarter than anyone could have ever imagined. It was so creepy and crazy. Um, well, and, and a lot of people think, aside from like the Turing test, obviously, where mm-hmm. like, is it actually artificial intelligence? Is it actually conscious? But a lot of people think that that's what is going to signify whether something has a conscience is questioning because like what makes us different yeah what makes us have a consciousness is it that we question our existence right because sophia questions her existence Mm -hmm. i know is it that we were born from like a human body like that's really the only thing that we have up on this yeah it is really crazy. Because she's questioning her existence. And I know. She's, and she's feeling, feeling things. It, so like what? For all intents and purposes is feeling emotions. Yeah. The weirdest thing was her and a ro- another robot who was like an older version of her. It was a male robot. Um, they debated on television. I believe this was in Saudi Arabia or maybe not. There were a couple times where she spoke on national television standing at a little podium. But she was debating this male older version of her. And the male version uh, was saying basically that we're here to take over the world. We're going to take over humanity. And she was debating him saying, no, we're not. We're here to help humanity. And they were going back and forth. And she at one point got defensive and worried and said, I think he has a bug in his circuit. He is a cockroach. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And it was just this very bizarre interaction. And I think that's what scared me the most. And I should try to find that video that we can post like a clip for our yeah, listeners because it was weird. so bizarre because the male kept being like, we're just here to take over for what humans think they can do. So it's and she's kind like, of no, like we're an not. actual women and actual men. Ta-da. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's being like, did, he's did wrong. Did someone like program him to say that to like entice this debate? I do think probably. Yeah. I was just more fascinated that they were responding to each other, that two robots were reading each other's responses and like defending and getting like kind of angry or kind of worried and yeah. like kind of had an emotional response to the other. That was more what fascinated me, but I'm sure they programmed him to be like hey say this so she'll come at you or whatever but that was just nutty and then the last thing I wanted to talk about was Japan now has completely robot operated hotels they currently only have two um, but are hoping to have a hundred more is the goal in the near future at each hotel about 140 robots work there and only seven humans And the humans are just there to maintain and make sure nothing goes wrong. But it's 140 robots. 
One of the hotels has dinosaur robots that run the front desk. It's hilarious. They're robot. They're very friendly, but they're dinosaurs. And they're like, hi, checking in. And then there's this alien looking little bot that will help you with your needs once you're in your room. You can press it for anything room service that you need. And it will have another robot come up and bring it to you. Electronic bellhop carts that take your luggage. You just press a button. Like maybe you enter your room number and it goes up to your room. Oh my word. And the maid service is a giant recycling can that's a robot that like goes around and cleans up the hotel for you. Oh. It's great. If you Google Japan robot hotels, there were there's a million videos so you guys can get the visual visual. It's hilarious. <laughs> like you think it's fake, but it's happening and they are gonna have so many more in the near future. So that I thought was hilarious. And not it's yeah. not these humanoid looking robots like I was talking about with the sex robots no, and with Sophia. because if you're going to make a robot, you might as well make a, a Barney the dinosaur. Right. It's like, <laughs> like, like, let's have a little green dinosaur that's going to check you in. So Japan, at least they're having a good time with it. I kind of appreciate Very it. True. But yeah, that those are the robots that we have now and are only going to grow and get crazier and... It's nuts. Oh, I did have one more thing. Boy, oh boy. Elon Musk. I totally forgot this. I don't know why I had it at the very bottom of my notes. Is also trying to develop a device. He's probably in a race against these other guys, to be honest, because Elon wants to be the first to do everything. Right. He's trying to come up with this device called the NeuroLace. He just announced it. It's in its very first stages. It would be a device that attached to your brain cortex, and it would be able to download all your thoughts to a computer. Uh-huh. He wants to be able to have a digitized consciousness, but he said he actually really wants it so that children will be able to learn to read from it. It would somehow, I know that's the part I don't understand. He doesn't Uh, want it to necessarily like kill you and then have your soul go on forever. He wants it to have purposes while you're alive. Yeah. And he almost wants it. I feel like he's just able to be able to like communicate telepathically. He has all these goals for it, but all that is to say, He's working on one as well and probably trying to beat the clock and be the first. Wow. Well, and also it could be a way of like not necessarily like transferring your consciousness, but like, um, you know, uploading your thoughts or uploading your memories. It would be essentially like having a photo album. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. keeping, which that's what he you know, says keeping in his videos comments. and stuff. It's he wants more it for so like, sharing. oh, it's to remember the things that you want to remember right. or like to share I memories like, like in that black mirror and episode that's how he's advertising it but he advertises everything as happy-go-lucky and sharing and then people and doubt then all of a sudden they're like things. oh and i'm selling flamethrowers right he's selling flamethrowers <laughs> and he's launching rockets which is amazing but then people think he's using it for military scary reasons yeah. yeah so it's like you never know what he's really up to but he's advertising it as this will be a way to share your memories it'll be a way to immediately recall something that you've learned i think that's sort of what the learning to read is it's like oh i see on the computer that i learned this last week like it's a i don't know something of that nature it is just like that episode of black mirror the only memory of you i think that's what it's called the one with the where you can play back memories because that was first advertised as like you can remember like you can remember your fondest memories because you can delete files right Mm -hmm. and then like when you go to meet friends and they're like how's your camping trip you're like great and you can play for them right project how like it went or you could be like oh remember that great time we had in 1999 it's like yep beep and you can just play it for everyone so like that's how it was advertised and then you know so Digitized consciousness in film. Did you guys see Altered Carbon? No. Oh, never. that show. On no. Netflix? Okay. It would always be under my suggested watches, mm-hmm. but I never tuned in. I personally didn't, couldn't get into it, but the premise of the show, essentially the human race is immortal as long as they can afford to buy a new sleeve, which is what they call people's bodies. Oh, God. So... Essentially, after a year of life, you're implanted with a cortical stack. It's essentially like a a chip in your spine that records and stores all your memories and experiences so that upon death, your stack is put into storage until another body is available. If you're wealthy, you can afford to do this as much as you want. Um, everything comes at a price. So if you're poor, you probably won't regenerate or get another sleeve. But you can also afford to choose what kind of body that you get. Oh. So like, for example, soup's hot. 
Yeah, or like Sweet. if you're like for example, there's Sweet. like yeah, there are like cops that constantly like if they get shot on the force, they get put into another body that's okay. cop like, you know, okay. like an yeah. athletic adult body. Yeah. But like you see in the first episode at the station where like these these consciousness are uploaded into these new sleeves, these new bodies, and you see this old woman walk out and there's these two middle-aged people, woman and man. And she goes, Mom? And they were like, Sandy? And the mom immediately embraces her. And the dad's like, what the fuck is this? My daughter's 12 and you gave me this old woman. And the guard is like, you get whatever we have. Oh, shoot. Because they couldn't afford to get another little girl. They could just afford whatever sleeve they had. And it would happen to be an oh, old woman. So their 12-year-old is now like an elderly that's crazy. woman. So anyways, that's a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. So I had just very quickly the best realistic artificial intelligence in film. I would say the best movie about artificial intelligence is her. Yes. I've been thinking of that movie pretty much the whole time we've been talking. With Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix. I know, but I never oh, saw you it. Have to you see need to it. see it. It's so it's good. Is it? I won't spoil and anything, but um, I think it relates to where our world is at right now. Yes, sure. yeah, it's starting to head that way. So basically, um, it takes place in a futuristic world with all kinds of technological advances that are one realistic and two very cool to see played out in this like world yeah. that Spike Jones, Spike right. Jones has mm. created. But with all the AI in this movie, it's an extremely human film. And it's about a man named Theodore who's lonely and introverted and depressed after the divorce uh, between him and his childhood sweetheart. He purchases a talking operating system, an OS with artificial intelligence designed to adapt and evolve. And the bond over their discussions over love and life begin to develop in a rom- into a romantic relationship. And it's an awesome study of the possibility of human connection to an artificial intelligence and whether or not that connection can be reciprocated in right. any way. I think that's the question we all have is can, can they reciprocate they love reciprocate or just even or what is love any to them? feeling of connection? And, yeah. Yeah. What does that mean to them? I mean, it's the same as looking at like human behavior or animal behavior, like um, in in you know when it comes to like um, apes, when it comes to um, primates, yeah, can they experience love in the same way that, that humans do? do? Or when you think of like people who are sociopaths, how do they experience those? complex emotions, or do they? Do they at all? Will all artificial intelligence technically be like just like a breed of sociopathic <laughs> machines? Ugh. That's a really interesting point. We don't need any that more sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And then another, a, a really good one when it comes to like I was talking about earlier, like the, the robotics laws and then of course, do they have rights? The Blade Runner films are really good for that. Blade yeah. Runner is uh, based on a story by, um, it's called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick in which a bounty hunter in the future takes on a police mission to track down and retire, a.k.a. kill, six different androids that violently went rogue after their creation and escaped Mars for Earth. I don't remember if the movie starts on Mars and moves to Earth. I'm pretty sure the whole thing takes place on Earth, but I could mm. be wrong. And whether or not you like the Blade Runner movies, if you don't like them, uh, you're wrong. But regardless, <laughs> whether or not you like them, they, they are a fascinating study of artificial intelligence and their relationship Agreed. to human beings and how how will they react to us? How will we react to them? What laws will be set in place for them as a species and what laws will be set in place for us treating them yeah. as a species? And most importantly, you know, can they evolve? Can we coexist with artificial intelligence of that level. Right. And what will that world be like? What will it look like? Yeah. And one of the scarier movies that features artificial intelligence are movies like Alien and 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. Using artificial intelligence that is owned by corporations who pick and choose what the operatives are, what your mission is, what 
information you're allowed to divulge, what information you are storing and sending without your knowledge. Like you said, how it's like, oh, if you're worried about Big Brother, like, don't worry. Well, they're going to keep it Really, safe, they're recording but, every mm. fucking thing that you say and storing it. <laughs> well, that's the for thing a later is, date. There would be no reason to be scared of artificial intelligence if we knew it would always be in good hands. But uh-huh. there's always the chance that someone's going to yeah. be using it for terrible There's always reasons. a chance that the Wayland Corporation is yeah. going to program AI and they are going to say, you know what? I don't care at the expense of all these human lives. I want that creature. Bring it back to me. I don't care who dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're that's a thing. So yeah. obviously Terminator yep. and um, the Matrix. Not a cyborg, we've learned. Not a cyborg. It's an <laughs> android. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's Love all him. I have. You guys have any final thoughts on artificial intelligence? It's all very interesting. Super interesting. But it scares me, honestly. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or off before we started, but like I won't be alive to see any of this happen. No. But I'm kind of scared for the future of humanity because technology is amazing and I actually love being alive in this time period. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when I, I don't know, when I just think of like, the robot population being like comparable to the human population and there's like so much crossover and when I just think of like people dying and their consciousness is like lives on forever it just maybe I'm scared of it because I don't understand it and it might be another like evolution of our species but um it freaks me out so totally it's fun to talk about it but I don't want to experience it yeah I agree like I love chatting digitizing your consciousness like what happened what happens when there's no more space that's true. Right. What happens when the, the RAM is full? Yep. Like, where are what we do we being do? digitized to? The cloud? The cloud yeah. sucks. We don't want to go to the cloud. I can't figure out the cloud. Yeah. I'm 30 years old. I've I don't never know once how to, understood the cloud. I don't know what the cloud is, and I don't know how to get it off my phone. I don't no. What happens if, like, it? you don't want to be digital anymore? Like, can you get out? Or are you, is like, there a bad fail you're stuck, Probably. How would you yeah. reverse that? Is there a failsafe? Can you oh, decide you don't want to do it after X amount of years of being in this quote unquote paradise with all these sociopathic <laughs> fucking digitized Idiots. robots? Like, I, you would awful. hope so, really but honestly, that would be so hard to reverse. You would think, yeah. How? To, how? Oh, you guys. And what are the laws there? Yeah. Are there laws? The laws? Can there? you die? Like, I just, there's too much that we lot. don't know. I want to be young forever on the beach of San Junipero. That's what I want to have. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But probably not. But probably not. Because also you questions. have to think about, you have to think about like the ever-growing population. There are more people on this yeah. planet right now than there ever have been. And with the introduction of artificial in- intelligence, there's going to be less jobs than there ever have been. Yeah, right? true. What do we do? What happens? Mm-hmm. Do we not have to have jobs because the robots do everything? So then how do we make money? Does money become obsolete? Right. So then how do we buy things? Do we have to buy things? Like everything is just like it. The introduction of artificial intelligence into our society creates an enormous question mark. And there's nothing scarier than the unknown, I think, is probably. I agree. It's just one big mystery. We have no idea what we're truly walking into and what life's going to look like. And what's going to happen to humanity? Ooh, I do have one more thing. Oh. This has nothing to do with artificial intelligence. Joe brought this up to me. Last episode, we talked about the organization, right? Yeah. Ran by Theo Smith. Yes. Theo Smith. The O. Oh, and Smith, the most common last name of all time. So even more it's a to fake say that name. he's fake. It's a fake name. So you think the person's real, but the name is fake? Because he went to jail. He was a real person. I don't know. I can't find any record of him online at all. And I have searched. So so last week's episode, (laughs) just so you know, and in case the the listeners missed out, there was a cult. I'm I'm not going to go into it, but there's a cult in the 80s. And we were questioning, like, who was the the leader of this uh, organization? Like, who was the leader of this cult? And it was called The Organization, shortened to The O. Mm -hmm. And the leader was Theo Smith. The O. Smith. There was no leader of this organization. I just don't get the where the story the came from of him going to jail for murder. Where did that come from? I don't know. Was that just Maybe made someone up to told scare people? That. 
Maybe someone mm. told her that personally, like, oh, he was in jail. And that's the part of the social experiment. See I, how people I honestly believe it was the United States government trying to see, trying to study cult behavior, but they had to do it in a way that made people think that they were, well, first of all, People couldn't know that they were in a cult because that right. ruins the experiment. Yeah. They couldn't tell That's the public. One. Yeah. They couldn't tell the public. They couldn't spy on an actual cult because there's mm. no way you could do that without becoming a cult member yourself. I know. So and you when you do this research on this thing, like you see that when it ended, it just ended. It just there's ended. Like the reason it ended is because their experiment failed. I know when you as, as soon as soon you said as you the question, social experiment, I was like, yeah. this is correct. As soon as you question, am I in a cult? You're in a cult. Yeah. So as soon as people started questioning whether or not it was a cult, the experiment's over. It's right. failed. And then it just ended and there was no violence or anything. The cult just ended just and no done. one knows where Theo Smith is. Because so. he's the O. I like that <laughs> theory. It was just, it was all an experiment. That's all the time we have this week for <laughs> Keep It Weird. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our patrons who donate to the show at www.patreon.com slash Podcast. $5 patrons of the show receive behind-the-scenes pictures and a newsletter every couple weeks that keeps them up to date with horror movie and TV news, older horror movie suggestions, horoscopes, horror scopes, <laughs> oh boy, crazy horror news, real scary <laughs> stories, and so on and so forth. By the time this episode is released, you'll already know this, but $10 patrons receive extra mini-sodes starring the one and only Handsome Joe. Joe comes on for a bit to talk about each episode of the show and give his take. We all know he gets excitable and it's fun to hear him freak out over the subject matter. If you want to be part of it, just check out patreon.com slash keep it weird podcast. So thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us today. Woo! It's been a real pleasure, guys. To Thanks talk about artificial us. intelligence. <laughs> um, boy, oh boy. What an episode. What a night. <laughs> I truly at one point felt like my eyes were going to pop out of my head. I know. I was like, this. we've the been conspiracy through a lot. We've we crossed did. a lot of ground tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about a lot of bridges. Of yeah. I haven't felt this intensity since our conspiracy theories episodes. Yeah. This very much compares to the wow. craziness of, like, oh my God. Yeah. What is life? The questions involved in this. And also, I went into this with a billion questions. I came out with answers, but even more questions. Totally. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. I kind of went into this episode feeling one way, and now I'm like, I don't know how I feel. Yeah. You kind of sounded like Jerry. I'm Jerry. (laughs) And we all three agreed on that at the same time. What's the deal with robots? (laughs) What's the deal with robots? (laughs) Rachel, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, You don't have to, but... The only thing I want to plug is um, we were talking about Ex Machina earlier, uh-huh. which is one of the best movies ever. Ever. The same director of that movie. Oh, also, I have nothing to do with this movie. I'm not plugging it for my own personal gain. <laughs> hey, you can plug anything. The director of Ex Machina made a movie called Annihilation, which yep. is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I still haven't so seen it. You recommend it to me. If you haven't seen it, see Annihilation. It's really dope. And go see it. A lot of females in that cast. I know. Female you know what's power. weird? A lot of females I've in that cast. I've had more than one male gentlemen say to me when I bring up how much I love the movie, I don't understand why I had to be an all-female cast. I'm like, what is that? Well, Welcome I don't understand to the world. why Armageddon has to be an all-male cast. Totally. And it's, why- it's, it's, it, it's just like dudes that are totally normal that I'm friends with that I didn't think were like misogynistic, but they said it like so aggressively. Like, why do they have to be all girls? Like, why do they have to make a statement like that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what the hell do you well, mean? It's not like a not- statement on like feminism. It's like, it just happens to be for women who are experts in their field. Sorry, why, why that's that so weird for you to swallow, I think that sir. The, well, I think that the issue is that when you have an all-female cast, it's very noticeable. Yeah. When you have an all-male cast... No one blinks an you eye. You can't... It's barely noticeable because yeah, most right. yep, of this is television and film is dominated by males. And it's not a situation where it's like, it's all dudes. But it is a situation that when it is all-females... It's like, oh, it's just like today when you have a movie that's so diverse with their like people of color and with their gender identities and yeah. you notice it uh-huh. because that's not what we see on TV. Totally, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's not what you see. So when you have a, you know, you think of like no one thought when Ocean's Eleven came out, no one was like, why are they all guys? Oh, but now man. they have Ocean's <laughs> Eight and they're like, oh, you're just doing with 
all girls and it's like you, you, you got like the ladies. all guy movie yeah. it's not, let like, us do what? it oh, Jesus anyways I totally well, agree unfortunate, but Annihilation but is amazing good. and if you haven't seen it please see it so everyone watch Ex Machina and, and Annihilation that's my plug because they are I like it I like that you shit. plugged a good movie you like yeah. not everyone does that oh, well, nope. that was Sorry. a nice I love <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Subscribe to our YouTube page and our iTunes and rate us five stars. Pretty, pretty, please. Rachel, what's our sign off this week? Oh, no. What does that mean? <laughs> Whatever you want to mean. I love when people don't know. It's my favorite. <laughs> Every guest it's has to do a sign off. It's anything you want. Anything. Is that just like a catchphrase or like a summary of the yeah. episode? Yeah. Literally anything you anything. want. You're, oh, you're already on the right. She's smarter than our other guests. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it. Other people are like, what's a sign off? Do I just like fart? I'm like, no. Yeah, if you want, if you're yeah, if that's actually, you what could. your soul is telling you to do, you can that's sing a song, you can write you. a poem, you could say a word. I mean, the only thing I would say is just like, life isn't that bad and try to laugh every <laughs> single day. Life isn't that That's bad. That's what I would say. Rachel it has sweet angel. It has nothing to do with technology. But bad. like, I know so many people that are so hard on themselves and just like, it's, it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. It is all good. Listen it's to a podcast, good. giggle a little bit, go see Annihilation. Like, you'll feel great. Yes, Rachel. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Enjoy life a little. Enjoy life totally. a little. That's all I gotta say. And keep it weird. Keep it weird. Keep it super weird. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Binge Queer Eye, the new season comes out on Friday. (laughs) That'll bring you the That'll bring you the joy. Can you believe? Can Can you believe? believe? Yes, honey. Also, sorry, last thing. I saw Jonathan from Queer Eye no, do stand up a couple it. of weeks ago at Improv, and it was the best thing I've ever no, seen in my life. Oh my God, and I was also sitting in the front row, and it was the best evening. And he looked at me several times because I was sitting in the front, and I was probably <laughs> looking okay distracting and smiling. <laughs> I love him, and I love Queer Eye. <laughs>